0: Good evening, world, and welcome to Haunting Season. Today, you get a brand new story written by me, but read by somebody different. It's going to be read by Callan of Slapped Ham, a YouTube channel that, despite what you may think, is not about cooking pork. It's actually about the scariest stuff on the internet all put into one place. So it's got unexplained videos, scary photos, paranormal mysteries, monsters, cryptids, time travelers, ghost photos. It's everything creepy you could ever want out of a YouTube channel hosted by this guy named Callan. He's a friend of mine through YouTube, and we decided to do a voiceover swap. So i I'm going to be voicing over one of his videos on YouTube.com/slaptham, and he is going to be voicing over this story that I'm really proud of and excited to present to you. It's called "The Blur of Burning Eyes." Enjoy.
1: User decrepitcreep666 left the video uploading, making their way across the room to the fridge. They had only seen bits and pieces of what was on the camcorder, but the bizarre heaviness in the basement apartment had them worried that if they didn't upload now, something might prevent the world from ever seeing this, and the world had to see this. With these older camcorders, the video uploads to the system in real time while playing back the tape. It was old tech, but the old tech was usually what was able to capture these things. So user decrepit, Creep 666 always kept the old wires, just in case something like this happened. But this never happened. Searching for something cold to drink, the same stupid commercial played that always played in their mind. We've got soda, OJ, purple stuff, Sunny D, all right. But they hadn't had Sunny D for years. Nowadays, it was just beer, cheapest stuff they could find. Paranormal videos didn't make much online these days, but this, this was the mother load. This could change everything. With any luck, they'd be drinking the good stuff in no time. Decrepit creeps' ass slammed down into the computer chair, their non-existent fingernails scratching at the tab of the can until it finally caught, cracked open, and released that sweet foamy relaxant down their throat. Half the can gone in one gulp. The way they drank, they might as well be in a Sunny D commercial. Sunny D mixed with vodka, all right. (sighs) Nerves squashed a bit, DC checked the upload. 48 minutes, damn. Call the internet stupid, they wrote on a messy notepad by the keyboard, then added three exclamation points and circled it to help it stand out in the morning. On the tape, three girls were making their way down an incline at the base of a waterfall, slightly out of breath. One girl, the leader it seems, tells the rest to hurry, They don't want the boys knowing where the entrance is. 47 minutes to go. The beer finished. The first one always went quick. They snagged another from the cold beer storage machine, slammed back into the seat and scribbled by food and connected a half circle around it, like a little deck out the back of the house that call internet stupid built. They added a comma, no reason to call anyone stupid, not tonight, only good energy tonight, cause tonight DC won the paranormal lottery. Still 47 minutes to go, why do computers always lie? And why the hell do machines that are literally built for things like keeping time, making estimates and calculations, why when it always comes to video and copying over data, can it never get it freaking right? Oh nice, 46 minutes. On the tape, the girls were making their way around the back of the waterfall. If this were a horror movie, the tension would be really high, but DC already knew nobody slipped on the rocks. No one would be tumbling into the hungry mouth at the base of the falls. There was a much hungrier thing waiting inside. You know, speaking of food, if DC ordered a pizza, there would be food, and they would probably have a slice or two before this finished uploading anyway. The call was made which successfully killed about five minutes. Would have killed three normally, but the pizza guy was really on one tonight. A real salesman. Upsold user decrepit creep666 to some garlic knots, a salad, chicken wings, and a second pizza. All for the low, low price of way too much tip and a delivery fee. They scribbled, buy food off the pad. This would do. DC666 was only 120 pounds. It would last maybe until payday. 40 minutes. The girls still navigating the rocks, trying to quickly and safely slip out of sight before the boys caught up. Maybe a shower. DC went to work on their boots, which could easily kill two minutes, maybe three. These honkers had some lift and laced up to the shin. But DC was short and needed the height when it came to being taken seriously. The lift was subtle, no goth vibes here, but in the world of black and white, big tall men and small petite women, it could be difficult to hold your own without making yourself a little bit closer to eye level. DC always prided themselves on being somewhere in the undefinable middle, a middle finger to the structure of men versus women. This world is so broken. 37 minutes. A quick glance at the computer to see the girls finally made it inside the cave, but there was a long way to go before it got interesting. Time for a careless strip on the way to the shower. Twisted the knob, then that awkward wave where you realize you took your clothes off way too early because the water takes about a minute to warm up when no one's been using it. And you're standing here on the cold tile, losing any last hope at being warm ever again in your life. People didn't know what to make of decrepit creep, but that was good. DC could get in the room with most people and knew the games that needed to be played and what people needed to hear to check off the box of being male enough to negotiate. And DC knew how to get what they wanted. Negotiating this tape would be no issue tomorrow, as long as there was a sufficient backup, proof that DC saw it, that DC was the source. Stepping into the flow, the hot water washed away the tension of the lengthy upload washed away the stress of the night and started uploading the mental tape of relaxation and reflection that can only be played in the shower. A to-do list, the perfect dress rehearsal for a needed confrontation, every lyric to a rock song you haven't heard in ages, the last pair of breasts you saw in person. The shower always seems to give what you need most and then it's all immediately forgotten the second the towel hits your skin The save space. DC imagined themselves with the girls, imagined the camcorder in their hand, documenting everything. This was the safe way to do it, to be a part of the adventure without falling victim to the climax. The safe space of the shower, where imagination could take complete hold with no consequences. DC closed their eyes and saw the tape playing back. The cave was dark, but the girls had been there before. They knew to bring some light sticks, No extinguishable fire or time-restricted flares. These girls were smart. Well, smart enough to bring along long-lasting light, not smart enough to get out of there alive. DC might be the only person to have gotten out alive from the look of the place, from the look of the pile of bones. Something crashed to the floor in the kitchen. Damn shampoo in the eyes. DC ran their face under the water, quickly splashing, and then smeared a clear spot in the steam on the shower door, just in time to see a beer can roll into view. Shit, did they lock the door? They always lock the door. The shampoo made it hard to keep their eyes open. Shit, shit, more quick splashing, and then the towel. So long, mental bliss. It was quiet, but that didn't mean anything. All that meant was the intruder knew they'd screwed up and was quietly planning their next move. Through the blur of burning eyes, DC could see their pants lying just a few feet outside of the door of the bathroom, the pants that always held a knife for self-defense, a necessity of being a smaller person in a big city. Why didn't they undress in the bathroom like a normal person? Clothes strewn about like a preteen heart-pounding, if they made it out of this alive, some changes needed to happen. The paycheck for this video would help some of it, but deep internal changes needed to happen. No more undressing in the middle of the room, knives hidden under every surface, relax, silence. That's good, right? Maybe take advantage, make a run for the pants for the knife. Those are the pants, right? Or is that a shirt? Damn, this shampoo. Only baby shampoo from now on. No more tears, no more burning. Why isn't there any other kind of shampoo? Go, DC dropped the towel and took two confident steps before their heels skid off the slick tile of the bathroom floor like a stooge on a banana peel. (coughs) Crack, a hard blow to the back of the skull and the slap of naked flesh as their body hit the ice cold floor. And still mostly wet from the half-assed toweling, slipped out the bathroom door into the main room's scratchy concrete. The pants were just out of reach, but pain and shock had set in. DC was disoriented and struggling to move. Strange how a blow to the head can change your priorities. Eyes still burning, they turned to see the open fridge where the box of beer cans sat sideways. DC must have put the beer box in carelessly, must have left the door open too. The humidity of the fridge must have weakened the cardboard box, letting them loose on the floor. There was no intruder. This was all just a big exclamation point on the mental note to grow up and start living more like an adult. The pants were out of reach, but the rolling beer wasn't. After a scare like this, a beer sounded great. The can cracked open, spraying a bit of foam onto DC's face and released sweet foamy relaxant down their throat. The girls screamed on the tape as the camera hit the ground. This was the moment, the moment the things came for them, adding them to the bone pile. DC didn't feel that bad because it was long over by the time they found the tape in that cave. Nothing to do but watch. Watch the things with six legs and fur like wolves, the things with long horse-like faces and mouths full of razors, the things with pointy two-clawed hooves and double-jointed knees bending to whatever direction they needed to scuttle over stalactites. Nothing left to do but watch the demon-infested video play out where the things devour the girls, ripping their flesh off their bones while they scream too far underground to be heard by human ears. If only DC's eyes hadn't been soaked up, if only DC hadn't let their guard down, Then, then, they could have seen the whole thing. They could have seen the things destroy the girls, they could have seen the things discover the camera, and they would have seen the things climb through the monitor like shadows in the night, creeping across the walls and ceiling, coming for their 120-pound beer-filled pinata. But all DC saw was the top of their beer can as they wondered, when the fuck is that pizza gonna arrive? I'm starving. Just six minutes later, the pizza would arrive and the boy delivering it would find the door slightly open. He would cautiously let himself in and find the money on the counter. He would lay the food on the stovetop of the empty apartment and just before leaving, while piecing together that the clothes in the middle of the floor belonged to the person who must be in the still running shower, the boy would catch a glimpse of a shadow entering the screen of the camcorder just as it started to rewind itself and curiosity would set the wheel in motion once again.
0: Thanks so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed the story. I think it turned out really cool and it was nice to hear somebody else reading a story for once. If you liked what you heard and you want to check out the stuff, that Callan does. It's called youtube.com slash slapped ham. And like I said in the beginning, it's all like the creepiest stuff on the internet, all the unexplained videos and ghost photos and like weird, creepy things moving at night, all put into these neatly packaged videos that are so addicting. I can't stop watching them. In fact, I've actually started using slapped ham as a reference point for when we're writing certain types of stories and certain types of episodes for haunting season. So check it out. Slapped ham on YouTube. And thanks so much for watching. Next is an art archive episode. I hope you enjoy. Hunting season was created by me, Joshua Sterling Bragg. Produced by Greg Holdsman and Jessica Richmond. And executive produced by Matt Geelan, Patrick James Lynch, and Ryan Geelan. And is a joint production of Believe Limited and Matt Geelan. This episode was written and hosted by Joshua Sterling Bragg. It was edited by Colby Crow. And select music in this episode was made exclusively for the podcast by North Innsbruck.
1: If you like our show, please subscribe on your
0: favorite platform. We have a video version of the show on YouTube and Facebook and on audio versions on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Is that good? Oh boy.